0: My air conditioner has died. Sorry to hear that.
1: I hit the start streaming button just as you were saying that. So apparently, someone might. Hey, some, <laughs> hey everyone. Jim's air conditioner died. What, what's the temperature uh, over there right now? Uh, well,
0: outside it's 80. In the house, it's about 84. So definitely a sign that the air conditioner's not
1: and you guys actually have humidity over there, am I right? Am I remembering yeah, that part? It's, we I'm sorry. It.
0: It's
2: here. Yeah, it's here.
0: We, I'm we sorry. Um, but I think what happened is, like, if you have an air conditioner and you leave it run, like, hard and fast for a long time, it, it kind of, like, ices over. So I think it has frozen over inside. Um, I have to tear it apart tomorrow. So, yay, blow a vacation day out there, like, wrenching on my air
1: so friends, welcome to the Space Game Junkie podcast. Real quick note, I don't think we're ever going to be immune from Tuesdays cuz I got a new modem. It's a, actually a fairly nice modem and every day has been with streaming has been great until today. Today when I was streaming Far Cry 2 was a fu- cluster cluck, and uh even now it's going yellow green red, yellow green red. So Uh, Just FYI, uh, the connection might not be the greatest tonight, uh, but hopefully the audio version, which I'm actually recording this week, I remembered to record it, um, will hopefully make it through. So welcome to the Space Game Junkie podcast. I, as always, your co-host Brian. Joining me, as always, sadly lacking air conditioning, is your co-host Jim.
0: Sure is uh, humid in here. Yes.
1: Uh, also joining us also uh do you have air conditioning right now, Hunter? Oh no, yeah, I'm great. Oh whew. well at least one of us has air conditioning. You might be the only one with air conditioning right now. I'm going to the store out of, out of the four of us. <laughs> the four of us. <laughs> some
2: some some Perry, some Perry air whatever it was from. No, the man. You, I'm gonna go get that computer duster
0: shit and just like spray. Oh, gotta, that like, kinda shoot can't myself dare. in the face with it like Turn it oh, turn, no.
2: turn it upside down and spray yourself. <laughs> Get, get carbon freeze going on.
1: Joining us on my side of the country with no air conditioning is uh, your co-host Spaz.
3: Hello.
1: Wait, How, are you guys serious? All, all of you don't
2: have air conditioning?
1: Um, they don't need that in California. So, well, degrees. well, hang tight, hang tight. Where Spaz is, in he's much further inland, he does need air conditioning. Why, what, Spaz, why do you not have air conditioning, or is it not working? Or there was a thing, right?
3: Yeah, it's it, it can't be used. That's why.
1: Oh crap!
3: it have can't use it. So that's oh, it's elevation.
0: You, you're kind of in my boat. Uh, oh yeah, it,
3: it got to a hundred degrees, hundred and four, hundred and six earlier in the oh. month. So oh yeah.
1: god. So for where I am, they when they built these th- these buildings forty years ago, they were like, "We're so close to the ocean, like two miles or three miles. We don't need air conditioning. It's cool down here all the time." Uh, nah. So, so yeah, we don't actually. We literally do not have any air conditioning, like at all. Like we'd have to buy one of those standalone units. Uh, we can't even put in a wall like a, a window unit. We can't even do that. Um, so, yeah. Um, is there, I don't think there's been any big news of late, right? Like, Starfight Gemini 3 came out last week, and it is, it's, it's in early access, and it has a way to go. Like, a way to go. Like, the campaign...
0: I I definitely didn't feel it. Like, I I I, gave it maybe... 15 minutes and i was like i'm not really feeling
1: oh i actually enjoyed it but like there's hardly any content like the campaign quote-unquote portion of the game lasts an hour-ish and then excuse me then they're like oh stand by for more you know coming soon i'm like what, what did i was you
0: see in their first their very first patch note they're like oh by the way we put that left trigger chase thing in from from rebel gal
1: you know, I saw that they added that, but I couldn't get it to work.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean that you know their heart's in the right place. They're trying to do the right thing,
3: and they'll they'll get there. It takes it always yeah. takes oh. time to get there, but they definitely get there.
1: Right, I know they'll get there. I'm excited about the game. Yeah, yeah, Hunter. Oh, I was gonna say from a mobile standpoint,
2: uh, I just heard about this game called Second Galaxy. Have you guys,
1: yeah. Yeah, I got a I got an email about it this morning. It's like Evo, It's like full on Eve Online for your phone, and I actually have no. down. I actually have downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet.
2: I wouldn't say it's like it. It has. It definitely has a lot of similarities because I just tried it this evening. myself. um, it does have some promise and it does have some interesting things. I think it's channeling Vendetta Online pretty well, but oh, okay. it feels it's got a it's got a heavy tutorial intro. Which kind of sucks because it, you know it forces you to click on the things it's wanting you to click on. You have to you have to go through that, um, and so instead of being like, "Well, I want to see what's over here," it like won't let me do that. So I've been going hmm. through the tutorial, um, and I think I finally finished it because I'm able to like actually click and do other things now. But it's very heavy handed on the tutorial at the beginning, which might be for the better when you think about like a new game, especially on mobile, as deep as yeah. it's supposed to be
1: yeah and they um, gotta but, they gotta appeal to the lowest common denominator you know like but people- um
2: but it does does show promise and so i'm I'm definitely curious to check it out a little bit more and see what it's all about because everybody keeps saying it's eve and i'm like well i played that shit for 11 years uh i'll let you know
1: <laughs> it's true you play it longer than just about anyone i think anyone i know i think you've played eve the longest
2: I keep telling people I came off an 11-year bender and I'm not going back.
1: <laughs> you lost 11 years. It's to have a lost weekend. Um,
3: it all feels like one oh, weekend, good. actually. There's one from last week, which we didn't get to mention. Oh, uh, Breath Edge. Breath Edge had its oh. chapters 2 and 3 added to the game. Now, the first chapter you could get through in a couple hours. This adds... Closer to a dozen or more hours to the Holy game wow. between the two chapters. Holy There's wow. a lot. It's it is huge now. I've been playing it and enjoying the hell out of it. It's if you liked it before, you'll like it more now. Um, yeah, it's it's huge. It's great. Uh, I have about nine hours in the game at this point. I just played about three hours this week. Yeah, mm. very very fun stuff.
1: Oh. Wow. I'll have to I'll have to return to it. I played it a little bit and I got frustrated that I kept suffocating. So uh <laughs> but the sense uh,
3: of humor I, is still on point.
1: Is there a chick? there's still chickens? There's still chickens. Yes, in there. the immortal okay.
3: chicken is is has even more to do now.
1: Okay. <laughs> Alright. Um so folks, we do have a topic tonight. I am working on some guests. But uh, no one's confirmed yet. But we have it, so we have a topic for the foreseeable future. F- topics for the f- foreseeable future. I'm sorry, I'm very out of it today. Uh, but tonight's topic is: we'll talk about games that were like basically the one-hit wonders of gaming. Basically, like why, and w- w- while we're going to focus on space games primarily, we'll talk about other types of games too because that'd be a real short show if we only talked about space games Um, even though I know it's space game junkie you know Um, so I thought we'd talk about you know games that like deserved a sequel or a remake or a reboot or something that never got it and I'm going to start with the one that's on the stream here Uh, it's called millennia altered destinies it came out in the mid 90s and it's a time travel space exploration combat and decision game. It's kind of a choose your own adventure thing. Did you guys, have, have any of you guys played this?
2: Uh, don't think that I have.
1: No, I it's, have not. It's a fascinating game. Basically, this race of like immortal beings gives you this time traveling ship because these like microscopic robots are taking over the galaxy and you have to guide three civilizations successfully through history so they can build you the parts you need to create a weapon to take them out. And so you'll be going back and forth through time, helping them with crises. And then you'll see whether you, su- you were successful or not. And like, it's just so there's so much variability to it and so much can go wrong. It's just one of the most fascinating games I have ever played. And yet I don't I don't think I don't think it caught on because like it it's complicated. You'll like you will do a thing with a race and then you'll fast forward a few years and you'll be like, oh that didn't turn out as I expected. <laughs> And, and you might not be able to go back to fix your previous decisions. I don't know if you can hear my cat, but she's very chatty right now. Um,
3: but chatty catty, yes. Um, I heard her a lot during the stream this morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was very chatty this morning. Uh, she probably didn't like that i wasn't using enough uh, Molotov cocktails in Far Cry two this morning uh, that's that's been the biggest complaint i've gotten so far is that I need to use more Molotov cocktails. <laughs> I keep forgetting I have them,
2: but yeah, this game hey, is huh I was gonna say was your was your stream problem this morning just with twitch or was it with all the platform
1: It was with all the platforms it was yeah. I think it's Tuesday. I I truly think it's Tuesday because I didn't have a problem yesterday. I didn't have a problem Friday. It's a new modem. It's been much more stable and getting better speeds. And yet today, again, because of Steam, I wonder who else does their network, like, back-end reshuffling on whatever on Tuesdays. Because, yeah, today was, like, just a mess. (laughs) It seems okay now, knock on wood, but earlier today it was... Um, so yeah, this, I don't think this game sold well, which is probably one of the reasons it never had a sequel, but it was so creative. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if it was like lightning in a bottle that can never happen again. You know what I mean? So I really wish it had gotten more love and maybe another entry, because it didn't like end on a cliffhanger, but it's like a universe and time travel. There's so much more you could do with this. This could have been like a time cop series or something, you know? So it's just a shame that it never worked out. Um, so how do you guys want to do this? Do you guys have multiple games you'd like to talk about? And do you want to go like a round Robin or? I want- think
2: we can just start talking about them, honestly, because okay. I can tell you right now, I, I feel like, um, specifically in the space game genre, Um, we, we got sequels for it, but we never got like any kind of remake or re-release or a modern day sequel to it, which I think is a shame because it was so well received and that's Rogue Squadron.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that was, was that the full motion video one or no, that was Rebel. Uh,
2: well, 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 um, no, that was, yeah, that was Rebel Assault you're probably thinking of, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I always get those. I always get those confused every time. Yeah. This
2: rebel salt and one and two were, were kind of shitty in, in a way, um, charming, but shitty. The rogue squadron games, there was three of them. Um, the the second one um was pretty good and the third one introduced a really unique mechanic of being able to control like a character wonkily in a third person kind of perspective which I didn't feel like was a needed addition to the games. Um but for for its time it was such a and it still is, holds up well in my opinion, especially if you get like the GOG version of Rogue Squadron. Um it plays really well and it looks really good. Um, I just wish we could have gotten something a little bit more modern uh, in that uh,
1: same vein. I hear you. No, I actually, because um, someone gave me a capture card, like an external capture card that can actually hook up to old consoles via um component cables. And um, people want me to play Rogue Squadron Two, which I have. I've tried to pass that first mission five times. I can't do it. <laughs> it's challenging, that's for sure. It's the Death Star Trench Run. is the first mission. For God's sakes. And I die every time. It's crazy. Uh, not that it's a bad game. Like, those space console games like that and the, the Battlestar Galactica PS2 game, so hard. So hard. Um, yeah. I mean they're great but like the challenge oh my god but that's a good one That 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 that's definitely a good one yeah uh that, was that more of an accessible type of start like not like your TIE Fighter or your X-Wing which is more on the semi well, side of things but was I, that a little I would, more I
2: would yeah I would definitely say that Rogue Squadron was a was a lot more accessible than say a TIE Fighter because TIE Fighter and X-Wing games were PC only right yeah um And so, you know, Rogue Squadron was on the N64, which was a console, which, you know, at the time, you'd have consoles in tons of people's living rooms. It was a lot more accessible. And, of course, it did come out on PC as well, so you had kind of a cross, you know, platform thing there where you can have multiple outlets to to grab it. But I I would reckon if you asked most people where they played Rogue Squadron, they probably played it on the N64 first.
1: Was the N sixty four the Was the N sixty four the one with that weird like pointy controller that had the one analog yeah, stick the three, in the middle of yeah, it?
2: The three, yeah, and the it
1: looked
3: three prongs. Like you three hands to use it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it it never, looked
2: most most stuff most stuff never really needed the D pad to be honest with you. So you'd hold the middle and the right, and that was.
1: Yeah, it looked like like a reverse pitchfork. Like you're almost gonna stab yourself with it. That's what That's what it looked like to me it
3: was an unusual controller uh, and there's good reason why most of its design sensibilities have not been used since
1: yeah I was playing the Dreamcast yesterday uh, because it was the anniversary so I loaded up Armada and it's weird to play it. well that controller is weird on its own but it's yeah. weird to play <laughs> with a it's weird to play with a gamepad with only one stick it's like what is happening? This is so... Where's the other one? I'm so used to two sticks now. <laughs> it's like, how did people do this? Um, <laughs> that They were products of their time. They really were. They really, really were. So Rebel Assault's a good one. Spaz, what do you got?
2: Rebel. That was Rogue Squadron, by the way.
1: Rogue Squadron. That's the even better one. Uh, I wrote both down in different spots, and my eyes went to Rebel Assault. I apologize. Um... Spaz, what do you got?
3: Well, this one isn't a, a ship-based space game, so I'll, I'll just toss it in there anyway. Uh, but there's, there's a game I've talked about on the show before, and it's Enemy Infestation. And what set this apart from pretty much any other game before or since is its weapon mechanic. And if you've played the board game The Awful Green Things from Outer Space, you know this mechanic because it's used there too. Anytime you use a weapon in a mission, that weapon's effect is randomized the first time you use it, and then it stays that way for the remainder of the mission. So this is, if you think the the old Commando uh, games where you're controlling a squad of people, it's much in that vein. But for every mission, the weapon effects are randomized, and you have all these aliens that are trying to kill you, and you're trying to keep all these scientists and soldiers and just random survivors alive. And you might have these unconventional weapons, like like bats, and... Hmm, this is odd. Uh, we lost Brian for a second.
2: Did we? Uh, I think we lost Jim. No, we lost Jim. Oh.
1: Oh, boy. Oh, we did lose Jim. What's up, Discord? Come on. So, wait, this game has multiplayer? Oh.
3: I never played it multiplayer, but uh, I have the disc version. I don't know what happened to my disc. I think it got lost somewhere. But its campaign, I mean, yeah, sure, there's, there's randomness to it because, well, every time you go into a mission, those weapon effects are going to be randomized every time you play it. And then the survivors that you find will be randomized, too. They may be even dead by the time you find them. Um, But nobody's ever done another game like it. And granted, uh, the awful green things from outer space, the board game, has been around for decades. But nobody's made another game like Enemy Infestation.
1: I'll have, we'll have to th- I found an abandonedware version of it. We'll have to get one of those new VLAN alternatives going. What's the one we were going to try? Zero tier? I think. Yeah, and
2: that's that's on the list and we can investigate the other one.
1: They never, they never got back to me. <laughs> I asked them very probing questions and they they never got back to me. So let's not try that one. <laughs> okay. Um you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh all right, uh, G- G- is Jim back? Oh my god, Jim's not back. No, he's, he's still gone. Oh my! Oh, there he is.
3: He, oh, just, popped, yes. he
1: just popped back. Uh, what's going on with Discord tonight? What happened, Jim? No,
0: it, it's not that. Because my wife's sitting here and she's bitching like she's going to go down to Walmart and buy a fucking five hundred dollar air conditioner just for oh, the night. So you know, before I think, and it's just like. And I'm like, well, if you're not going to use your computer, it generates a lot of heat. Why don't you turn it off? And she reaches over and pushes the button on my computer because <laughs> she's oh. dumb.
1: Oh no! Oh well. Okay. Oh. okay, so it's it, so and so it, uh, in divorce
0: court. Uh, is that grounds? Like, if if you just shut somebody's computer off in the middle of a podcast, what do you think the judge would?
1: Wow. Say? He came back pretty quick, though. Thank goodness for SSDs, I suppose. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, Jim, we hadn't gotten to you. Do you have a game that you wish was not a one-hit wonder? Tie Fighter. Well, it kind of got a sequel. Well, yeah, it
0: kind of did. But it's not not the same, right? No. No, I don't think uh, the games that followed on actually recaptured the... It's like that eh. lightning didn't strike twice. Unfair. No,
1: that's not unfair. I mean, those those XVT campaigns are pretty good. I mean, they they're are okay, made, but they're kind of from the
0: they're well, yeah. It, I don't. Know. And then so, the yeah. the rebel, the rebel, uh, whatever it was, uh, X-wing alliance. Yeah, X-wing alliance. That was like from the rebel perspective. So that didn't. Yeah. Work. Yeah, like no, one, that, once I had my taste of Tie Fighter, like I just really didn't give a shit about an X Wing except as a target.
1: <laughs> <sighs> the the next and one I'm
0: going uh, to a, that kind of led to a thought that I had today mm-hmm. was because uh, I I was watching a new game that just came out. I won't spoil it by saying what the name of it is, but um, somebody already has a ending of the game video up on youtube right so Dear i watched Lord. the very ending of the game and it's it's like a it's an rpg thing okay it's greed fall whatever so you get to that's the what end i the was game, wondering right yeah you get to the end of the game and they give you one of those a b choices like the bad guys standing there and and it's like darth vader it's like join me and we will rule together or say no and i'll just die and you win like in 10 seconds, (laughs) like literally it's an AB choice and that ends the game. So um, it's, it's obnoxious that they get clear to the end like that. And no matter what you've done, it just comes down to a, you know, press a or B like light, light path, dark path. But in the last 10 seconds of the game is when you make the, it's not like you've built toward that or anything, which is weird.
2: Oh, Um, you mean like mass effect three?
0: Yeah, exactly. The Mass Effect 3 problem. Well, the Mass Effect 3 thing was kind of like no matter what you had done, because there had been a lot of building, it all turned into the same choice. Right, no matter what you it, it was an illusion
3: but, of choice.
0: Right. And here the, it's an actual an choice. An
2: allegory of life, maybe? I don't know.
0: Well, here at the end, it's an actual choice. Like, you know, do the good thing, do the bad thing.
2: Right. Well it doesn't doesn't uh it's doesn't not a Cot- that you've
0: made all along. It's a it's a at the very end of it. Well Kotor y- you're I was choosing, gonna say Kotor, yeah. Yeah, Kotor it's like all along you're choosing the light side, dark side in everything. Right? Well kinda but they options.
2: but but they give you like a definitive option at a point rather close to the like
3: you really, could be like making I, you
2: I could, could play, be making like, dark side choices, but there's like options to like straight up just like murder Basila, like So so I could be I could be like
0: Darth douche until the very end of the game, and then I choose. Oh, I'm the good guy, and then I get the good ending. it it got
2: it got pretty close to that. Like I know with um for example in the MMO version of uh, the old, you can be like a good like Sith. Like uh, you could you could you could be like a you know yeah the MMO
0: MMO doesn't count though because that's not.
2: Well, it, 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 but the, but the same thing could you could make you could make dark choices and still pursue um, good results, or okay. you, you know what I am saying? Like, you, or you right. could pursue you know bad results by making it's okay. it's weird. So,
0: so, point being though is when you are playing Tie Fighter, right? You are you are not like a mustache twisting villain, right? It's told from a point of view where the Empire is the good guy. Right. And they have they have infighting like but it's like, oh, these guys join the rebels. Oh, they're defectors and they're terrorists and they're scum because they've decided, you know, to to defect out and whatever. And it's like, OK, yeah, the emperor, not the greatest of people. Right. Um, but it, it, it's kind of like you as the as the pilot. Right. It, it's more like. You're well like you go to the CPAN Civil War, right? Like you're trying to stop a civil war. It's not like, oh, we're here to crush them with our boot. No, you're you're trying to stop these people from fighting. It's a Star Trek ass thing, right? It's like, yeah, we're intervening in this uh the Bajorans and the Cardassians and right, that kind of shit. So it it's it's very much a complicated story. It's not mustache twisting villainy. So um I I was watching the end of this game. And it's like, what if, because the guy, he seems to have an argument, right? It's like, yeah, I did a bunch of bad shit and I've, I've kind of like, you know, joined with the corruption, whatever. And, and I've done the, I I don't even know context of what was going on. Right. But it's like, obviously he's the bad guy and he's like, join me. Right. And, and it's like, okay, I could, but obviously you are evil because you look evil. Right you wouldn't have like that black cloud swirling around you. Cause that means you're evil. Right. So, and if you take the evil choice, it immediately is like, and everybody died and the world was thrown into chaos and shit was all terrible. At the end. Right. And, and it's like, okay, just one time I would like in a game for there to be an actual like gray area of, there is not the good guys, the bad guys, You know, it's, it's, it's not like a a childish thing. It's like, there are, there are two incompatible points of view about a solution to a mutual problem. And then that brings these people to conflict because there's a lot of pressure about, you know, like, Hey, the world will end if we don't save it. And there's two, two points of view. And each point of view says, no, if we do what you say, the world's going to end. So we will fight you because our way is the only thing that's going to work, right? And I, I would just like one time, you get to the end, and and it's like if you actually side with the villain, then you find out that the fucking villain was right, and okay, and his his like his unfortunate and ugly way of solving the problem was the only thing that would work, right? And if you had goody two shoot it, then everybody would have died but felt heroic. Right. But it's like, but we all, but we all went down, but at least we didn't make bad choices. Right. So, so it's the thing of like, you know, uh, I, I can, I can like give a thing to the, the one person or to the other person. Well, what's that person going to do with it? How do I make the choice? Who gets, you know, like who gets this lollipop? Because it's like, do I give it to the person that looks more deserving in the moment, right? Do I give it to the beggar in the street because he's a beggar, or do I give it to the person who's going to actually go See, do something with
2: here, it? Here's the thing, man. I, I feel like you really need to play SWTOR. <laughs> like, they, they explore this kind of stuff. Like, what if the dark side, or like, what if the Sith aren't wrong? Like... You know they they go down those paths really because I yeah, played I played the Sith you didn't you didn't
0: play far enough. I didn't play I didn't play it up to level fifty no I was like level thirty or something
2: you gotta right? get you gotta get later into the story where there's like some other like some of the expansions go deep into a lot of that yeah see they lost and like and and, that, and, and like the the Jedi the Jedi and the the Sith Empire they have to join forces like there's oh really a lot of stuff oh okay, yeah so, so there's oh the wow. Game.
0: The original Kotor needs a real expansion. That's that's hmm. what we need, and we need it to not happen, perhaps in the Star Wars license space, because that's corrupt beyond salvation at this point. I, I would never trust another Star Wars product, and you know it's, it's dead, it's done. But um, if there was somebody else like Mass Effect, right? That was like a, a clean new universe. They could have done anything. And they did some very interesting stuff. And I'm very sad that it just died like it did, right? Because there should have been something more to that. But that was a, that was also kind of a gray area thing, right? Because it was like, no matter who the good guys and the bad guys were, you had this external threat that was coming. So it's kind of like, had had the bad guys been doing very bad and oppressive things, but because they knew that this thing was coming right so it's it's kind of like the the elusive man in there right so he sets up like this this whole organization to like basically overthrow the government and you know like take over because he needs to be emperor palpatine to deal with what's going to come right and the the people that are the good guys are so busy squabbling with each other, which is kind of a parallel of, of the old Republic, right? It's like these guys can't even vote on a fricking trade blockade. Are they going to deal with like this existential threat that's coming from outside the galaxy that the emperor knows about, but nobody will listen to him. So he has to actually seize control and, and like basically crush everybody under his boot just to get the, the resources of everybody in the galaxy to deal with it. But then the rebels were like, Oh, he's bad and fought this campaign against him and killed him. And then the existential threat shows up, just kills everybody. Right. Cause the good guys won. And that's just, that's what I want to see one time. Just one time is, is just like, Hey, maybe the bad guy was, was actually right. And the good guys triumph, which sealed everybody's doom. Just something a little more complex and adult than the
1: things that we get.
0: But anyway, yeah, so if we can get another co tour, that would be great.
1: Yeah. Since you brought up TIE Fighter, even though it kinda had sequels, it wasn't the same. One of mine is in that same boat. Uh it's not a space game. It's the flight simulator E F two thousand. Uh, by Digital oh, yeah. Immigration Design. Now, it had yeah, we sort all of... Yeah,
0: Typhoon.
1: Yeah, I mean... Oh, God, I forgot about Typhoon. But, like, you could also say Total Air War and F-22 were kind of sequels, but they were the F-22. I don't know about you, but as a flight simmer, by the time those games came out, I was so bored of the F-22. Like, really? Do we have to do the F-22 again?
0: Yeah, it's uh... like, oh, it's this UFO... You know, it's like, yeah, I can lock up like 20 targets and hit the button and 20 missiles go out and I killed everything. That's great. And, and that's why I feel like DCS has gone with that, that like 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s aircraft. Because you got like from the Korean War up into the jets that were complicated. Now, yeah, we got an F-18 now, right, that has all the bling stuff, but it's still that's not like the next gen fighter stuff that's out there now that they probably can't really talk about what it I've seen some shit, what it can do. It's, it's scary.
1: Yeah. I mean, Dude, it, I it, saw it, a video,
0: I saw a video in a dog fight of an F 35 launching mm. a sidewinder behind it and killing a what? guy. And it was like, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, oh I, couldn't, I couldn't believe it. It's like, dude, the missile can't fly off the wing sideways. And the guy's like, no, no, watch the video. And he showed it to me, and it was like, oh, my God.
1: Does. <laughs> That's why I love the F-22. It's kind of like that sweet spot because you can do some dog fighting in it. It's a great attack craft. Yeah, uh, but basically the, the way the
0: weapons are right now is if you are acquired by sensors and they squeeze the button, you die. There is no like. Oh, I'm gonna pop flares and then put on the brakes and no, 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 you're dead. Mm. If if you're in the air and you showed up as a blip on their radar, you're done. You're not getting away from it. Mm. So that yeah. kind of takes all the fun out, right? It really does. It at really that does. point, it's like it's like uh, it's a you know air campers like who sees who first pop headshot. You're done. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but but it, if- and, and we're playing unfortunately
1: with terrible aim box. <laughs> I mean, our eyes. Um, but I just loved—I think I loved everything about EF two thousand from the campaign in which the Russians invaded Norway, uh to the versatility of the aircraft, to the variety of missions. I gotta try and get it running again for a stream. Okay. All right,
0: you, you've you've brought it back to me. What? The game that needs a sequel, uh-huh. Strike
1: Commander. <laughs> You know, uh, I,
0: I'm I, not kidding. Cause that was, that was that game that was like, here's a wing commander ass game, but you have like uh, a mercenary corporation business management thing going on as well. And then yes, it's a, it's a flight sim, but it's a very simple flight sim. It it was the arcadey fun, you know, like a, like an ACE combat sort of thing except you're in the cockpit not flying from third person right so it it's it's kind of like that's that sweet spot right where it's like ah, there's a cool story there's a little bit of a strategy layer going on here and then it's super accessible anybody can fly this thing and and fun right so it's it's basically like the the dumb fun top gun of games of the 90s but I can't stand to play it now. I've got the GOG version. And it's just like that wall of fog up in your face.
1: Someone if actually, it had
0: modern-ish, if it had modernish graphics, I would just be on that all day.
1: Someone actually requested I play it for a stream today. You should. So I'm. I'm you gonna.
2: Should sit.
1: yeah. It probably won't be for a couple of um, weeks, but I'll do it.
2: You, you know what? Another. I just on the stream lock in chat said this, and I totally agree. Sins of the yeah. Solar Empire needs a sequel.
1: Yeah, it's so hard. weird. That came out five got, years ago.
0: It's got five. ten thousand mods that are all amazing, though. How did? It, how do you? I don't think that they could make a game that would be better than the mods for this game. So, what?
1: I don't know, do? man. I don't I know.
0: I think they made like the perfect game, and now they can't follow it up.
2: Well, I perfect. well hold on a second. You you bring up an interesting point, though, with replayability on some of these games. So you look at like the X three game. There's um, an amazing Star Wars mod for that, right? But the guy who originally started making that is now working on one for X4, and I saw some stuff on that the other day, and it looks amazing. So, and the same thing could be said about Homeworld. When they remastered Homeworld and they brought over some of the mods from, like, the original version, they looked amazing in the new version. So, just food for thought. Yeah. we you know you like talk about having like a better version of star trek armada 3 like in a new SINs engine or something like that that would be really cool i mean that that mod by itself is pretty excellent but It really is
1: yeah it's amazing yeah, it a but newer, that, more since robust version of the
2: solar
0: empire 2 that would be like getting homeworld 3 or something
1: oh which wait they're making
2: the,
0: yeah i don't i don't know on that cuz the only reason i'm in for homeworld 3 is because of the story. It's i don't i don't know what they would change with the gameplay. It would have to do they change it so much that it's not really a homeworld game anymore. At some point it turns into sins of solar empire. Uh, has has anybody made a homeworld mod for sins because that would be interesting. That'd be funny. <laughs> that would be the convergence, right? Like yeah.
1: Or, or so sins mod, or that. sins mod for homeworld, that'd be funny, you know.
0: Well, no, I don't think the you know the sins uh, ships. I don't feel the personality behind them. It's just like I don't care. Like those ships could be anything. It's just like oh, it's the it's the big ship, the little ship, the middle ship, the whatever. It's true. It, it just That's true. They're, they're not, not very distinctive.
1: Anymore. But the yeah. homeworld
0: ships, those are a thing. So. Yeah, I don't know. It, I I think it's like because you deal with them in a very different way in Homeworld because you know it's like these are your ships. It's not like you just lasso a hundred of them and throw them somewhere. Right, but but, but you, you kind of can in in Homeworld. You can if if you want to lose. Not necessarily.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm depends just saying. If, it, it depends if you're the Borg. Um, that tends to work. <laughs>
1: That's true. Uh well, yeah, but that's um,
3: that's the track mod
0: though. Well, yeah, but, no, but I'm I'm saying, I'm saying in Sins you do that, right? Is is just like those are impersonal ships. It's it's just like I don't I don't care about them, right? But in homeworld it's it's like, okay, I built this I built this like task force, right? And then Well
2: they, kind, kind of, but like again you can it depends on your play style. So like if you're and in, in the type of mission that you're playing, so if you're playing on like a rather large map, like you might build a rather large fleet and just sling that fleet around. Depending on if you're playing one on one or if you're playing in like some kind of group, you know. Yeah, but session. whenever, but
0: but you're talking about like skirmishy shit. I'm I'm saying well, like in the just, campaign. In the okay, campaign, the, the campaign
2: is way different, though. Right, and, and that's that's where you that's got the same. attached to
0: the ships, though, is in the campaign because they <sighs> kind of. Tri- out it's like oh here's this new ship you just research destroyers here's your first destroyer boom there it is it's beautiful right and then like figure out how to beat this mission with this new destroyer get to know yeah, it. yeah but, well.
2: but it's but the the campaigns though were very specific to like the story of something like you know at the moment yeah and i'm like, saying you're playing it, multiplayer it, 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 Okay, Way so different. tell
0: so tell me about the campaign of Sins of a Solar Empire. Do
2: you remember anything?
1: Was it really? I've
2: never, I've never played the campaign.
1: Was there real? Was there a campaign? Right. Was there a campaign? That, or was just a bunch point. of skirmishes. That's exactly wasn't it, my point. Was it just skirmishes?
2: Because everybody
0: bought that game and went into skirmishes <laughs> and and mods like on day one, right? It, it was just like, oh, I figured out how to play it. Okay, cool skirmishes. I don't know. That maybe there isn't a campaign. Maybe it is also. I don't know
1: if there is a campaign. Um, no,
0: actually, there is. There is.
1: Actually,
0: there is. There, there's some set piece stuff. Yeah. What? But it's it's not a it's not a story thing that is no, like an no, epic no, like home no. I swear, Price. I'm gonna look it up now. I swear, there's a campaign on the menu.
1: I do not remember at all. There might be because I think I I probably played it for my. Review back in the day, but no. You know what needs? You know what needs a sequel?
2: Star Citizen. Oh
0: wait, it it doesn't have a scripted story campaign. It's got scenarios.
1: You ruined my joke, Jim. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) spies Do you have another one for the
3: list? Well, let's see. Uh, There's. There's been a few that I've that I've considered adding onto this list that that need it. Uh but one I'm gonna have to go back to it because I don't think it was done justice the first time. And that would be Star Trek Birth of the Federation.
0: Yeah, that game Whoa. was not good. But it could have been good.
3: Yeah, I mean there were some concepts in there that were great. Like it's – when you had uh, just a few ships on each side in the turn-based combat, that was interesting because you had different maneuvers you could pull off. You could give orders to each ship for how they were going to maneuver. You had to worry about firing arcs, shield defense, um, you know, Klingon ships. You could engage them from the side because all their weapons were forward-facing uh if you were federation you, know. you had all these different options but then later in the game it became blob versus blob and because the game wasn't very well optimized it would just be a blob
0: <laughs> I, I think the game that you're really wishing for is fleet commander or federation commander
3: S- uh, something like that
0: it, it's unfortunate right like they did the original uh, federation command is that's what it was, right? It was federation. Birth of
3: command. the Federation was the it was, it was the four X in the no no. I don't Star- I don't mean
0: birth of the Federation. Oh yeah. Oh wait. Yeah, you're talking about the four X thing. What's the huh. what's the one that uh you started out? It was um crap. <laughs> it was it was like a like a super lightweight. Star Trek bridge commander kind of thing and then you went through the generations of different ships and stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. le- oh. Legacy. Legacy. That yes. was a terrible game. Oh yeah, that was awful. That was yeah, Apparently sorry, it was better Apparently it was better on consoles cuz you can use a gamepad apparently, but on the PC where I played it, it was Yeah, a freaking nightmare. It was yeah. a freaking nightmare. Yeah, the, yeah. the
3: the one thing that that Legacy did really well was that they got all the captains together. And that is pretty much the only good thing about it that I can say. And that's unfortunate because I wanted it to be good. But it was a scaled down version of the Starfleet Command games and it wasn't it wasn't optimized very well. There were missions you just couldn't beat. Uh, The story was kind of weird and Clearly not canon, uh, but again, the the one thing they had going for was they got all the captains together.
1: Yeah, it's not enough.
3: <laughs> no, it's not. It, it really isn't.
0: So well, I was a giant fan of Starfleet Command. Loved that game. Starfleet Command Two, I think, was the best of them. And Agreed. then, what w- w- was what Federation and Empire or whatever. It um, And then uh, they did the Orion pirates after that, which just seemed like, a, oh yeah, and then we stuck Orion's in and sold you the same thing again, kind of thing. I don't know. It, it, it was Taulner a bit refined, though. It,
1: it was a bit Taulner refined. we
0: never got their shit together about the campaign map. And then their whole, like, online Oh,
1: God, I know. The
0: universe, yeah.
1: I um, wanted to love that, but it just was like, yeah, go, yeah. go here and fight two more ships. Go here and... It was like, there was no variety at all. It's like, come on. Right,
0: and that, oh, God, that's a game that could have done with a campaign, for sure. Mm. Um, unfortunately, they went, like, total sandbox RNG. We've seen that kill games recently. Um, but, yeah. I, but that whole, the whole deal of it being basically the board game. Right. And it's all about like, how am I allocating power on my ship and how am I maneuvering and how do I time my weapon shots and strategically target things? Right. It's, it's battle tech in the enterprise, (laughs) right? That's, that's basically what it is. And it's it's,
3: true to the board
0: game in that respect. And, and I love it for that. But, Why can't we get another game that's like that? I don't care if it's even in the Star Trek universe or not. I just want a game that's, that's uses that kind of mechanic where it's like, I've got X amount of power to distribute around the ship to power my weapons, my shields, my engines, and I fight against somebody else with a ship too. And then you could, you could do, you know, if it was uh, like how the, uh, the current um, Battlestar Galactica game is deadlock. Yeah. Deadlock. If it was turn based like that, but then also had power allocation to your shields and weapons and crap, like imagine Starfleet command in the deadlock engine with all the complexity of Starfleet command. Plus it's a Wego multiplayer. Right. Right. It would be Conceal- amazing.
1: Con- concealed intent is kind of what you're going for. I don't know if you played that one.
0: Uh once. And then we had the dev on, right? Like I played it before long time ago. Long time uh, ago. Yeah, it was kinda yeah. like, eh, I don't know. It wasn't my it, it didn't scratch that itch for me. Uh, I like I, I like so. the moving around kind of thing, but it was kinda like a censors game sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't like big capital ship. Very slow motion dogfights with weapon arcs.
1: It's such it's and such a shame that objects in space just kind of died because it could have been that. Yeah, it could have been exactly it could, it could have been what you were talking about. Well, it would
0: have had to have been a very different. It couldn't have been a real time thing. I don't. Know.
1: Well, it was more of a sim, but it was like like the the power management and the all oh, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, had that, all
0: that stuff. The problem with that game was that you had to deal with the power management and like your box of spare parts. And, you know, it in on paper, that's really cool. It's like, Oh, I got to steal a chip out of the, out of the, this to plug it yeah. into that to get my shields back on, you know, or whatever. And, and it's like, okay, that's cool. Um, but in practice, it's kind of like, I really don't want to be in the middle of combat because you, you have, uh, you have a, uh, situation awareness problem as it is. And then it's just like, oh god, I got torpedoes coming, and I got systems down, so I have to leave the room that has the map table and go into this other room where I have no idea what's going on, and then I'm just cranking a screwdriver in the thing. No. Would have been great multiplayer, though, because one person could be at the helm and the other person could be like banging a wrench on (laughs) on the thing.
3: Well, Um, sure. Uh, Kind of like Pulsar or or say... um... Uh, Guns of Icarus in that sort of style where, yeah, you could be, you could be running around doing those different tasks, but you're not the only one who can do (laughs) that. Right.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I just want another Starfleet command. I I just want to charge my photon torpedoes and and like allocate power to my to my shields and worry about which shield arc is going to face the enemy, because I know it takes him 10 seconds to charge his disruptors. And I can think like, okay he's going to be here when his disruptors are ready to go. Like he's he's got a, a cone of probability of the places he can be. And I need to make sure that my strong reinforced shield is pointed that way. And then I give him no choice but to shoot me there and that kind of stuff, right? That's, that's just glorious. And it's like, do I power no. the tractor beams because I can I can stop the missiles? Or do I, you know, it's, it's like all those
3: it's little choices. All these interesting choices. Yeah, but yeah. What, what, I'm, what I'm thinking you're wanting to an extent, especially with multiplayer, would be a more complex bridge crew.
0: Not at all. I I don't want any kind of real-time going on.
3: In, no, in that's not what I mean. I, I want, not I want in Battlestar the sen-
0: Galactica. But right. I'm, I'm saying I want right. that view. I, I want outside the ships, we're playing with miniatures on the kitchen table, except it's on my computer screen. right? I, I, want, I want the board game thing in a real-time, possible thing in multiplayer kind of deal. Right. That or even single.
3: Well, hold, hold on, hold on. I think I think you're missing what I'm saying here. Okay. The concept is that you still have the bridge crew. Your players are the bridge crew. You're still you still have the roles to to deal with the different things, uh, but in the top down in the top down uh, style of say deadlock. Battlestar Galactica yeah. Deadlock.
0: well okay and that would be interesting if it was a bridge crew thing and it's like okay we got four players and one ship but what I'm talking is more like Battlestar Galactica deadlock hey there's 20 ships out here and if we wanted to play that co-op great like I could play it single player because I can pause the game and go around and like adjust all the things on all the ships or we could split them up however we want and play co-op Right.
2: Or, so, are or, you are you wanting to play this in real time?
0: No. I'm I'm uh, I'm talking about well, see, Star real Trek, time with tactical pause kind of thing. Well, Star, Starfleet Command was real time, but that's because you had a ship. Three tops, right? Cuz you you could have a wing of three. But it it was like you had a full-time job in real time managing two, three ships, right? Because you had to think about like weapon arcs and the timing and the maneuvering and and all that stuff. And it was not possible, right? So I'm saying, well, you could upscale that to deadlock size if it was possible, if it was in the deadlock engine, right? The perfect game is a Star Trek version of deadlock that has all the complexity of ship uh, system management and power allocation that Starfleet command had. But it plays out in the like I'm gonna the WeGo for, uh, format. format where it's Dude, like I would... my movement and then you I'd plot your that. movement take and then you hit, go. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it would if you're playing it single player. It doesn't matter. It could take you know like it it would take as long as deadlock. You can and do that this would be some, completely fine. <laughs> yeah, and you can do this in deadlock. It's just like they don't have shields, so you don't have to worry about that. And the, you don't have to really allocate power to weapons. You can say, you know, throw it to the, my engines, or throw it to my weapons, or go balanced. Right? It, there's, there's not the minutia of it. So, well, but, I mean, you, know, you, you do
3: have there. the, you do have the when how you allocate your stance does affect like the weapon range. It affects your, uh, your flak defense. It affects a lot of things depending on how you're how you 're aligned, and then you also have to worry about armor facings on top of that, so they do have some of that, but not to the extent of starfleet command
0: right and it's and it 's like okay, Starfleet command it takes like three turns to charge photons, I can hold my photons and overcharge them. Uh, I can speed charge them, but then I take an accuracy penalty, and it also costs more energy than if i 'd you know it 's minutia stuff and and in deadlock it 's like okay, I get to fire my my nuclear missile every third round so it it 's like I still have a oh and i don't have to worry about angle on that because I just launch a missile and it just goes right um, so it, it's it's it 's a very different game, but as soon as I saw the game before deadlock, whatever that was called um and and i'm looking at that star hammer star hammer yeah as soon as i saw star hammer i was like dude make a star trek game or just make this moddable so we can stick star trek in here because this needs to be starfleet battles
1: i would love it it if it never happened because of cbs and viacom merging and maybe there'll be less bullcrap between the two of them maybe we'll start seeing more star trek games now you know?
2: Well, if any, you know anything's That'd be possible great? because because if when you think about it, Brian, the fact that Nintendo Switch got Jedi Outcast and Jedi Holy Academy, crap,
1: just, right? Oh my god! Like
2: they, they're they're putting that stuff on the Switch.
1: That's a shock.
2: Those, if they can take those old games and put them, which you know are out of the purview of Disney's new like canon everything, um. A, a modern console getting these retro Star Wars games is actually rather cool because Next. I don't see them on the PS4 or the Xbox one. So, so are Next. they going to
0: like dust off these ancient games and sell them for $60 again? Well, I don't no. think it's
1: 60 bucks. No,
2: no, but there,
0: the fact that, that, that... Seems to be the switch thing, right? Is like, we can take what's ancient and then sell it. You know, it's like, let's take a game off. GOG, put it on the switch market up to 60 bucks. We can do it. Right.
2: I have yet to see that, but okay.
0: Well, I'm I'm just saying, like the- they're usually
1: not they mm-hmm. They're usually not sixty bucks.
0: Oh. Okay, I don't own a Switch, but like how they're much are like, Zelda, sixty bucks.
1: That's that's different. Breath of
2: the Wild. Breath of the Wild is currently uh, sitting at forty-eight bucks, depending on where you get.
1: But that's different. Okay. That's a Nintendo but, first. But that- Hardy. Yeah
2: but I'm I'm just
0: saying like they have like that e-shop stuff where you get all the indie games and they probably sell for 20 bucks or 30 bucks or whatever but it just it just seemed like okay things that I could get on Steam for 10 bucks are, are triple that on the new platform just because and and it's a are weird, they, closed
2: ecosystem yeah, I don't
0: know I don't I... know one
2: yeah, but that, that's just, kind of speculating. So, like,
1: you just wait though. To
2: the new Colossus, Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus on Nintendo Switch right now is thirty nine dollars.
1: Oh wow, which is respectable. Yeah, um,
2: I'm Skyrim just waiting for, for the Switch is forty five
1: dollars. I'm just waiting for Elite okay, there, Force there to go. come to the Switch.
2: Skyrim, Skyrim, like
0: on PC is nineteen, and if I catch it on sale, it's ten.
1: Yes, but
2: but it's been on the platform for how long? And it's a different marketplace.
0: This is is new platform tax, right? It's like, oh, I got a new console and I want these old games, so I pay full price for them.
2: But listen, you're not you're you're you already have it. It's not for you.
0: How Mm. many people (laughs) that (laughs) didn't already own Skyrim? When they put it
1: on the switch,
2: if like, I get a I switch, know. I don't know my my maybe my 15 year old niece who's never had a PC before,
1: you know. I don't know if I ever you get know. a switch, I will probably be getting Skyrim for it. You know, I mean that's if I ever get a switch, I'll probably get Skyrim for it. You know, um, you have to
2: understand, like just because we've been in the marketplace for forever doesn't mean like like how how many times are they going to sell me Super Mario World three? Well. To me, I've already bought it like three different times because I've been around <laughs> right. for a while. But, see, that's you fine.
1: bought it on you bought it on but, the Game Boy Advance, but. you bought it on the DS, you bought it on the Switch. <laughs> on but the- what what about a what about a young
2: gamer who's never played it before who wants a copy of it? You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, that's true. I,
2: I, I, you know, you're, you're discounting an entire N- new generation of gamers. Nintendo
1: knows how to get those people. They really, really do. Well,
2: yeah, but that, but that's the
1: thing
0: is that's part of the Nintendo model is we will sell you Mario three, ten times over your life.
2: And if it's not working, then there is stop doing it. But
1: <laughs> it's really, working. I would right, love well, to see like the
2: Epic Store.
0: Epic Store is terrible. Is it working? Well, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's the consumer. Well,
2: thing. it's it's working because of strong arm strong arm tactics. But yeah, it's working.
1: I would love to yeah. see Star Trek Elite Force on the Switch. That's that's like Start, hey, start, there you start, go. start putting Star Trek games on the Switch. Like a uh, away team. I don't know, man. Put a away team on like this.
0: Star Trek. It, we're gonna have to see if there's any intelligence in this Picard show or not. But I feel like Star Trek is is so far down the tube right now that it's just like flush twice. It's a long way to the neutral zone because. Mm, I don't.
1: You're not yeah. wrong. I still need to watch yeah. season two of Discovery, though. No, you
2: don't. <laughs> you, you, you don't. You don't need to. Oh,
1: all right. So what
0: happens is at the end of season two, no, they're standing sh- there shut talking. Up. The no, no, let's not do that. Says
1: Jim. Press A. No,
0: let's not
1: do that. Save the. Um <laughs> Uh so one more game I'll throw out that I wish would have a sequel. It likely never will, but it deserves one is um this is probably only for me, but Alpha Protocol. Um I don't know if you all played that one. But I oh, yeah. I love the I'm I'm on my second playthrough now, the first time. Folks, if you haven't played Alpha Protocol, it's a spy game and it's got some problems. Like its AI is not great. And the gunplay is a little wonky, but the missions are phenomenal. And like the way your character can change throughout the game based on the dialogue choices you make is second to none. So the first time I played, I was like full on born professional, super straight laced, got the job done, didn't argue with anyone, you know, And, and I apparently this game has like 11 endings. And now I'm playing on my second th- playthrough, and I'm a total s- psychopath. I am an asshole to everyone. And it changes the entire game. <laughs> and it's amazing. Like, everyone hates me. Even my handler. Uh, I mean, I still win the missions, but yeah, n- everyone is like, wow, you're, you're that asshole Mike Thro- Thornton. <laughs> oh, Excelsior, that's sad. He said he wants an Interstate 76 sequel. Oh, That makes me sad. <laughs> that makes me really very sad <laughs> that there was. And it's awful. It's so, so awful. It's just tremendously, tremendously awful. Um, Did you guys ever play Interstate 82? At all?
3: I did not. No.
1: Good. Don't. Ever. The Interstate seventy six is a is a bastard to run on modern computers. Even the GOG version isn't great at that. Um such a good game. But the sequel was terrible. Uh any other ones y'all would like to get in there? Games that deserve a yeah, sequel? I um Yeah.
2: I think I think uh, you know, it'd be really cool. I'm not sure if they could, you know, do this or not, but you know, maybe like a sequel to Half Life Two or something. I think that
3: <laughs> actually, I did think uh, that. Uh, well, it kind of got a sequel, but it was only the as a standalone mod. Um, and it's Command and Conquer Renegade. The concepts they yeah. used in that game were great, and uh, the execution. Okay, granted completely flawed but the idea of this this uh you know a shooter set in the command and conquer universe was cool and the multiplayer was fun and then of course there is renegade x which is the the a fan-made sequel so to speak
1: which is actually quite good we played it a while back didn't we and we actually yeah yeah we had did a, we had a great time with it if i recall yeah fantastic yeah and
3: and I think the what would have made it awesome, i think would be a a series of missions where you're you're actually going through and and you know destroying bases along the way and and getting new weapons to use, you know getting different loadouts to use, depending on your class, that sort of thing. But it actually has a campaign rather than just standalone skirmishes because that's all it has. Uh, Renegade X specifically. The, right. There was a campaign in Command & Cocker Renegade, but it was not a very good campaign.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a shame because that one had – there was so much hype surrounding Renegade because it was like, it's Doom meet Command & Cocker. Everyone loves those games. It should be amazing. Um, it, 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 it's a shame. <laughs> it's,
3: it's, yeah, I wish the execution had been better. I mean, there was another yeah. uh, shooter game set to be made within the Command & Conquer universe. And that was Oh, really? Tiberium. Yeah, Tiberium was what it was called. And that didn't happen. Um I I don't know exactly why it was cancelled but it was cancelled in development
1: that's a that's a shame because Renegade could have been good I didn't play it back in the day because I heard it was mostly multiplayer and I was and the multiplayer
3: multiplayer was fun to be honest it was actually fun I played a lot of it back then
1: oh that's a shame But, yeah, Renegade X is quite good. Uh, Are they still working on that? Do you
3: know? Uh, Last I checked? That's good. I don't know how how long ago it was updated, but I know they're they're still doing something with it.
1: Yeah. So do you guys have any more? I just want
3: a proper sequel.
1: Yeah. Do you guys have any more? I'm kind of running out of steam. Any more, Hunter or Jim?
3: No, this is good. Um,
1: I think
2: I think we've covered a, a good. We've covered like, quite a bit.
1: Game. We've covered quite a bit. I
2: mean, there's there's definitely other games I think out there that would be really cool to see something new with. It. Not necessarily, maybe like a sequel or just something with the IP that is new, that is different, um, or like you know, right. re-releases, remakes, or like HD remakes. Like they All just I- put out the. Yeah, like um I guess they went through the gambit of putting out the Crash Bandicoot trilogy. Now they just re released the Spyro the Dragon.
1: Spyro trilogy, uh yeah. yeah. apparently those are doing yeah. well.
2: Spyro amazing, by the way. You know, really? Like, you know it really? Spyro is a really fun game. What what's 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 interesting though is, you know, wanting to see the developers or these people that hold this, you know, under them that they could re-release, like, an HD remake or a remaster or something of, like, Rogue Squadron or any of the, like, games that we've mentioned tonight. Like, it's possible, and I think it would sell a lot. Like, if they're re-releasing just the stand versions of, like, uh, not Knights of the Republic, but Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy on the Switch, I mean, my God, God. God. there's... If they're doing that, there's clearly some kind of a, an interesting demand and it'll be interesting to see how well that does on that platform.
1: I really hope they do well because they're wonderful games. I don't I've I I, I can't imagine playing them with a gamepad, but who knows? They might be great. I don't know. Um I'm just gonna throw one last one out there. It'll never happen because Maxis doesn't make SimCity anymore. But I would I would kill a baby to have a a new simcopter. I I would I would drown a kitten. No I wouldn't. But <laughs> I really want a new simcopter you guys. That's all. That's all I really want in this world. Is a new simcopter. That game was so great. It still is. <sighs> anyway, let's wrap it up. Uh, folks, just a couple quick programming notes. Uh tomorrow's stream is going to be late. We usually start at 8 a.m. Pacific time, but uh, I can't because the California Unemployment Department wants to meet me at 9 o'clock, so I have to go to that. So uh, I'll be streaming Ashes of Oahu sometime tomorrow, hopefully in the morning, but we'll see. But I will be streaming it at some point. And then Thursday, uh, we're going to stream some Far Cry 5. Because of Hunter and Spaz, I bought it, and... It's actually great. And yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm actually on the testy-festy quest right now, uh, <laughs> which, which is really great. But once I saw that they killed a bunch of dogs in a kennel, I was like, yeah, I have no problem killing every one of these these cultists. Every one of them. Just lay them to waste. No problem at all. Um, so they're doing a good job with uh, the story and whatnot. Uh, and then uh, Thursday night for the LAN party, we are going to return to Gene Shift. It just had a massive update, uh, where uh, it's got uh, revised uh, gameplay mechanics, new menus, better bots. Apparently, and the bots are already amazing in that game. Um, so I figure we'll try some of the campaign and then some mul- some, some like regular multiplayer with bots. Uh, so that's going to be Thursday. And then Friday, we're going to return to Sunless Skies because that game is creepy and amazing and we need to play more of it. Uh, So, as always, I want to thank our patrons for supporting Space Game Junkie. You guys are the best. We just got some new ones, so thank you guys. Um, We also have other ways to support Space Game Junkie because we're trying to make this a full-time endeavor. Uh, You can go to spacegamejunkie.com. There's a support page where you can see affiliate links merch that sort of thing it's all there in one page very easy to find and I'm going to end with uh, I just launched my own small business Um, I'm not going to bring this up on the podcast or whatever very often but I just launched my own small business where I offer my 15 years of search engine optimization and marketing experience uh, for an affordable rate especially to indie game developers so if you're an indie game developer and you're wondering why people aren't more people aren't finding your game or your page or your site or whatever I'm here to help because I can now Uh, so I want to thank you all for watching and for listening and for supporting and commenting and all that stuff you guys are the best we have the best community, I love you guys and if you haven't joined our discord which is our most active community please do, Uh, it's great over there we have dozens of developers hanging out uh, lots of people we have, we have new people joining almost every day now which is kind of amazing yeah. and uh, so and so far everyone just about everyone is really nice very positive, it's a very upbeat community so uh, please head over to our Discord community you can find the link either below on YouTube or Twitch or at SpaceGameJunkie.com uh, but we invite you to hang out with us because we don't bite very, very hard uh, so thank you for watching And listening and supporting. And we will see you tomorrow at hopefully early. um, (laughs) Going to watch Charlie the Unicorn again? What? Uh, Hopefully early in the morning for some Ashes of Oahu. Have a great night, y'all. Bye-bye.